Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the Better You podcast. This is your host, Amy Nash. Sit back and relax while I talk about all things from mental health to body image. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's uh, it's definitely been a minute. Um, you know, I've had personal stuff, COVID and life and just everything kind of happening but I'm back and I'm here to stay. Um, so very exciting. Um, so, so much has happened this year already. 2021. Well, I can tell you, I've had a bit of a shit start to the year, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah, and I'm going to kind of talk all about that and um, how I'm going at the moment, and how everything is, um, basically, yeah, so, uh, basically, on, uh, on the 4th of January, I had a fall at work, and, um, I, uh, managed to do some damage to myself, to say the least, I, uh, broke my foot, uh, ankle in two places, and my foot in one place, my leg in one place, and I dislocated it as well, um, so yeah pretty crazy stuff so that kind of resulted in me then being hospital for a whole week and having complex surgery on both sides of my ankle kind of leg areas um and now I have two beautiful scars and uh pins and needles in it titanium I think um I remember when I was kind of drugged up that whole week I remember when um they were talking about the surgery and stuff, and I kept saying, I have to have titanium, because my boyfriend had a brain hemorrhage, and he's got titanium, titanium plate in his skull, so it has to be the same, <laughs> and they were like, uh, that's what we would use anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, just making sure, um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, um, so, we can hospital, that probably will always be one of the worst experiences of my life, I mean, COVID has damaged everyone in a way absolutely and been so hard for everyone and last year you think about these people being alone in hospital and all this horrible stuff that they'd gone through and loved ones you'd know would be alone and it's just horrible and I never ever ever thought in a gazillion years that that would be me um just a healthy 24 year old girl just frozen kind of really so it was all really horrible you know the paramedics came I couldn't move my leg um they kept poking prodding me because I couldn't find my veins because I was lying down it was cold and um it just all was such a blur but um I remember going to the ambulance um and I knew that was the last time I was going to see Charlie for a while and I was just sobbing because, you know, you just want your loved one with you, um, and I just couldn't have that, so I remember going in, and just seeing him, um, I don't know why I'm gonna cry, um, <clears throat> seeing, um, sorry guys, um, first time I'm crying on the podcast though, um, seeing him hand him the backpack, and then, um, being, him being like, bye, and, and that was kind of it, um, it's all just been so traumatic, really, to be honest. Um, I have a lot of emotions. <laughs> and um, 
you know, I definitely suffer and struggle from mental health problems too and, and physical in like how I feel with myself and stuff like that too um anyway so then they closed the door and because I was so drugged up I didn't it was just all a bit of days anyway rushed to hospital well as you know not rushed they went very silly because of my leg and like they like you know because it'd be so painful and so bad anyway I get in hospital and stuff and I'm there and I've got like 10 doctors and whatnot around me um and all this stuff and they're just, and I'm there with, like, gas and morphine and oxygen and everything, um, and they basically drug me up so much and then put my leg back in place, well, they first took a scan, I think, and then I put my leg back in place, because it was dislocated, and obviously they wanted to drug me up as, um, much as they could because it was gonna be very painful, I mean, I binge watched Grey's Anatomy, I know, how painful it is when you pop something back in place and yeah I think it was my right side right leg right side ankle kind of that area ligament just all was not not in place um so that so they um popped that back in place and um and then I remember I I think I passed out because next thing I remember is I was awake and there was a cast on my leg and it was still broken at this point. Um, yeah, I remember just casting my leg. And it was, at this point, it was, if, if, to be honest, it happened at, like, one o'clock, the whole thing. But it feels like when they put it back in place, it was, like, eight o'clock. But I don't know, because my perception of time that whole week has just been, was just, like, nothing and didn't exist to me. I remember I'd um, fallen asleep. And I'd wake up thinking I slept for like 20, for like hours. And look at the time, I'd been passed out for 10 minutes. <laughs> and that was it. Um, Yeah, so so basically then I remember calling Charlie and he dropped off a bag. As you can see him, I think there was like some treats and food in the bag. Because no way in hell am I going to eat hospital food. <laughs> um, um, Actually, the doctors would say to me, no, babe, you don't want to eat that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Charlie, bless him, would pop something, would, like, bring a bag of, like, goodies from, like, M&S or something, um, yeah, so, uh, so I remember, um, it's the first time I've talked about this whole experience in depth, so it is quite, quite a lot, um, anyway, so I remember, um, basically, yeah, having some food, I remember it was, like, a sandwich and minstrels, I remember I had a packet of quavers as well, because that's all I wanted, I don't know, I didn't eat, I hadn't eaten anything, but, I had like half sandwich or something, but for that whole week, I did not eat anything, like, I just, and I, yeah, I didn't eat anything, um, I lost like a stone, I, yeah, it was really bad, just because I think when you're dosed up, and you're in that much pain, and you're in this weird limbo, you just don't have appetite for anything, like, you just don't, and it reminded me of when I was anorexic, and how I would just starve myself, but I really, it wasn't, because I just didn't want to eat, but it was different this way, because I generally had just no appetite, like, you just don't feel like it, um, and it was just horrible, um, so anyway, I go, and, like, I think it's late at night at this point, and, um, they put me in a room, a private room, which is amazing, 
<clears throat> and I, because I thought I'd be with loads of people because of COVID and everything. Anyway, and um, yeah, so I'm in a private room, and the whole night was just really weird. Like, I hardly slept. Had lovely text messages from friends and fam, all that stuff. And my sleep was just really weird, dosed up on drugs, been waking up every half an hour to check my vitals and stuff. Um, you know. So uh so then the next day they're saying, Oh, you'll definitely have surgery today, we're gonna wait all day. This this is the fifth of January now. And then it and then I remember I was asleep. This was actually a really horrible experience. Um I was asleep and it was like four o'clock, I think. Anyway, and this guy just storms in, wakes me up, doesn't go, oh, excuse me, miss, or whatever. Wakes up and goes, oh, by the way, your surgery hasn't happened today. And <laughs> just walks out of the room. And I'm there, like, crying because I'm in so much pain. And one thing I was really scared about is because they were like, your surgery will definitely be in the fifth because um, if your leg gets too swollen up, the surgeons can't do it. And I literally, it was really bad. Anyway, so then four hours later... I am in the worst pain of my life. I am screaming. I am crying. I'm just sobbing, like sobbing. And I literally can't breathe. And my leg is in so much pain. Like it, I can't describe the pain to you. It was awful. So in the end, they had to actually cut the cast open and like leave the cast open till surgery because I couldn't breathe because my leg got so swollen up, which is so bad. So I was just there, like lying there, like all these meds in my body, like icing it just like in so much pain I remember I called my mum and dad um and I was just sobbing I was just and it was probably really horrible for them because I'm just I was just in so much pain um yeah so um then obviously surgery didn't happen that day so then I'm then thinking I'm not going to be going home for a while obviously because uh you can't go home if you can't have surgery can you so um so I, uh, I then, um, I just have a really weird night again and everything. It was just so depressing. Um, you know, not, not being able to have your mama or your dad or Charlie or your best friends there or your family, um, you know, your sisters or your brother, you know, or, or, you know, your second mama you know, Charlie's mum there, it was actually awful, like, not being able to have your family with you, like, I, that's the first <clears throat> week of my whole life, um, that I didn't touch anyone, I didn't see anyone that I loved or that I knew, I didn't see outside for a whole week, because the windows are, like, glossed over, so I can't, I can't move, obviously, so I didn't see outside for a whole week. I I couldn't even look out the window. And it... So I'm just stuck in this room, not being able to move, peeing the bed. Um, and it's so degrading. And your whole body is just broken. Like, honestly, it was really traumatic. And I would also hear um, on my ward, though, like, obviously other rooms, like elderly people, and I'd hear them calling out and stuff. And some of them would have dementia and be unwell and stuff. And one time I had this man and I just couldn't, I was just burst in tears because he um, had dementia. Um, and um, 
and it reminded me of my granddad because my um dad's dad passed away about 10 years ago over 10 years ago and he had dementia I don't know if I'm choices and I say it right um and it reminded me of him but there was just the calling out and the hearing of the elderly it just made me think about all my grandparents and I just sobbed because it was really sad really sad I mean here I am lucky to have my health you know and there are these people who are in such much like a much worse position than me and it just broke my heart really like it was very very sad and very hard to hear and the constant ring like the the calling button you would get you would you'll know what it is when you've known hospitals and hospices and stuff um but the mm, mm, all the time so um and then I had to get earplugs to try and help me sleep. And I still sleep with those earplugs. <laughs> I think that's a sign of trauma when you're still attached to things. Like, And I, I went home with two 90s as well. My mum bought me some more, some more though, which is really sweet. Yes, I'm 24 and I sleep with 90s, okay? It's, I had a change experience in hospital with 90s and I realised that they are life. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... So then it goes to four o'clock, the day of the 6th of January. And I uh, still not having sur- still haven't had my surgery. At this point, I'm thinking it's not going to happen today. Really upset. And then they come in and go, guess what? It's happening. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God. So I had to wait like two hours. And then they whisk me away. Oh, happens so quickly. Like five times, I remember saying to them, call Charlie, call my mum, dad, call Charlie wrote their numbers down, gave them their full names, even though they have them all, like, next of kin and stuff or whatever. So, yeah, anyway, I did all that. And I think my surgery was at, like, six. It, and, you know, I got put out and stuff. And then I woke up at 11 in, the like, the recovery place. It was horrible. Um, and I remember there was this one guy... Oh, he kept calling me Morgan, and I rang my dad, and I was like, I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> like, one of the, anest- whatever his name is, anest- no, not his name, I'm not going to say his name, but one of the, anest- what, you know, the people that put people to sleep? Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, he was not a very nice person. He was, like, Spanish, which is fine, like, I love Spanish people, but he was didn't understand my English I don't think and obviously because I was a bit drugged up as well like I just don't think he understood bless him so yeah so I remember calling Charlie as well like <sighs> like really I was probably I was really angry and uh and I think he, he was he and our housemate our best friend Harry were just like okay <laughs> they need to go to sleep anyway so I get I come back to my room and throughout that night it's just pain I didn't sleep the whole week was just awful and then it was on Thursday that they moved me to a different room different ward because they needed my room and I was so sad because the nurses had literally become like my BFFs like I don't know what I would have done without them like when I come what I I've written all their names down all the people that have been amazing to me and I'm gonna do like these little like hampers for them all um when I well enough and stuff and when I go back for like a checkup I'm gonna um yeah show them and stuff like give it to them and stuff which is really nice when like COVID's over and stuff as well hopefully 
so yeah, so I moved and so I was in different room and stuff. Um and then it was like on the Saturday night I had a panic attack and I remember saying I need to go home. They were like, You're not allowed to go home home because your levels aren't good, blah 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 blah. And they were like, Look, we either put the fourth your fourth can cannula in you or you have to drink loads of stuff and the re- and I'm like, Oh my god because they asked if I wanted a cafeteria as well and I didn't want that and I was like, No, because I want to try and go to the toilet. Um anyway. And then on the Sunday they finally let me go because I was like, I'm leaving <laughs> But they were like, Your your um vitals uh better now but yeah. I I was like I have to go. I was going crazy, honestly. Um I remember like going to pee for the first time and I remember it was such a big deal. All the things I'm doing is such a big deal and it's just making me think people you just take life for granted and care I used, you know, we all do it and all you know, we think material stuff's so cool and special. I really just don't care anymore. Like, honestly, like, really don't. Like, it's changed my views on so many stuff. Um, yeah, so, um, so, uh, so then I remember I went, went, like, had some, had to, like, have help and, like, pee in a whole thing, if that makes sense, like, over the toilet. Anyway, I remember calling my mum, dad, and child and I was like, God, I looked at they were like, wow, I'm so proud of you. And I, for like little things and like oh I went on my crutches day like and they had to try and get me up and get me into the chair and stuff like that with my um <clears throat> so it has just been like crazy like hospital was just crazy anyway so I get picked up on Sunday and I see Charlie and I just cry I'm so happy I'm in a really good mood drugs start to come up my system um anyway and I come home with codeine morphine sleeping pills antidepressants pills to help me poop all this stuff so I literally have like a pharmacy just bag basically <laughs> so yeah so I'm home and luckily um a housemate he was furloughed so he was there and he'd help me like my our best bud like he was amazing um and then uh and then I just kind of, yeah, mental health is, my mental health's been so shot for sure. Like, it's really up and down. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, I got really depressed. Like, I've been really depressed this past month. Like, absolutely. Like, I can't walk anywhere. I can't go anywhere. Can't see my friends or family. And I literally just stuck with this dud of a foot leg at the moment, basically. <laughs> I'm still not walking yet. I have appointment next week and I'm hoping that I can start some physiotherapy and and stuff. I was looking at my leg today. It's so thin and gross compared to my other one. And my ankle's still really swollen. I'm still in a lot of pain. Um, I have to keep it the whole time. If I don't, literally goes like purple. My foot toe. It's just horrible. Like, it's all just been horrible, but... The support I've had, like, through it all has just been incredible. Like, the people, family and friends have been amazing. Um, But that's just who they are. They're just caring and loving individuals, every one of them. You know who you are. Um, But especially, like, my mum and dad and Charlie. Like, oh, I could, like, couldn't have gone through it. I couldn't be 
where I am or I couldn't be going through this like if it wasn't with the with without them if that makes any sense like you know my mama and my papa have always just been so amazing like my number one fans and supporters and they just love me so much and they would just do anything for me and Charlie love my life like he's just been absolute dream the whole time like he's been amazing like I couldn't have asked for like be more grateful for like these three people I'm getting emotional because honestly they've just been incredible they are being incredible this whole time um so full recovery is gonna be about a year till I can run again they say um um I'm obviously not at work at the moment. I'm not even thinking about that or when I'm going to be back. I'm just literally taking one day at a time. Um, trying to keep my spirits up. Now I finish my level three. Reading books, knitting. Um, Colouring. I, you know, but I think there's also only so much of it you can do before you go a bit cray-cray. So, <laughs> it, is, uh, it is really, really hard. Um because I'm, I'm not allowed to walk yet and I can't walk yet anyway I'm a bit scared about when I start to walk again because my leg is so purple when it's like on a like if it's elevated not elevated and stuff it's really gross and it's really painful so um I caught it today in the bathroom and um it was really bad it was actually really, I basically went to the toilet and I got up I put all my weight on my bad foot and I was like you stupid <laughs> and I was in so much pain lucky I had my boot on but I have to be really careful because imagine if I put all like carried on that I could snap it. Um, so I have to be really really careful. Um, it's snowing right now. You can see little droplets. Um, outside the window. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So uh, so I have to be careful about that and everything. So. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's been really, really hard, um, mentally and physically, um, I've really made me feel for amputees, like, seriously, like, that I've lost their legs and stuff, and people who can't walk, it's really, like, opened my mind to all of that, because I see you, and I feel you, even though this is, you know, not permanent, thank God, and stuff, I've had a little glimpse of what it's like for all these other people and it's just horrible and I just think you're all amazing that people that deal with it every day and stuff and I just think they're all incredible and I just wouldn't wish wish it on anyone like I wouldn't wish any of this on you know my worst enemy but I don't have any enemies so but you know what I mean um yeah so um my sleeping's been a bit shot too. It's been really weird and everything and, and it's all just been really hard. Really, really, really hard. But um I'm getting there. I know I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna definitely need some therapy. Um with all the stuff that's happened. It's been, it's just all very been very, very traumatic. Um, I know people probably think, oh my god, it's just her leg, just her foot, but, but you actually don't get it, like, until you're in my shoes, you can then say what you want or how you feel, but you will not get it until you kind of have lived in my feet, whatever, you know what I mean, but people haven't been like that or said that anyway, but I'm just saying, like, 
it's actually been awful. Like, not being able to walk, told you can't walk. Having, being in pain, having a swelling all the time. Um, your scars getting sore and it's just healing and the pain is just, I know I say the pain, but the, it's just all been really, really hard. Um, I don't think I've ever taken as much paracetamol or codeine in my life. I never took codeine before. Um, the morphine was great. The morphine was good. Um, <laughs> they actually took me home with morphine as well. Um, but hopefully by next week I'll just be on paracetamol. Um, to try and help as well, help me and to carry on to help me if that makes sense. And just my antidepressants and um, I'm gonna go back to I think herbal sleeping remedies as well. Um, I know you can get like addicted to it and stuff, but I don't have an addictive like side of me, so I've been okay with it all. Um, my mum did definitely worry at first, um, but I'm definitely coming back now and like having less food, which is really good. But um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely been a journey that is for sure. And I know I'm got a long way to go, and I'm not even through it yet. But I pray, and I'm really nervous about the doctors next week and what they're gonna say and stuff because it's still so sore and it's still it just. I just have to have it elevated all the time because if I don't, it literally goes purple and I feel like it's going to fall off. Um, I'm actually in pain right now. So, yeah. I just want to come on here and I felt like this was a good start to start off the podcast to come back and just explain everything, you know. Um, you always hear about this stuff. You don't actually ever think it's going to happen to you. And I did such damage. And I'm not for goodness sake. But you know what? Like, my poor little right leg. It's going to be okay. I know it's going to be okay. And I, I know I'm going to be okay. But it is it is really hard sometimes. For sure. Absolutely. I th- there's only... Like I said, there's only so much you can do. Um, So I'm so grateful for, like, the people who've got my life. Oh, my God. So lucky. Um, But, yeah. Anyway gonna be doing new podcast next week as well um so it's all gonna be very exciting and um yeah i love you guys um and welcome back if anyone listens to this i have no idea see you later